I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hi, this is Boys Don't Cry. You're jumping in. We're halfway through a discussion here. Before I even crack on, welcome, Boys Don't Cry. I'm Russell Kane. You know what you've come here for. Men talking about things we wished men would speak about. But I'm so excited because my panellists today, not just Stuart Goldsmith, an outstanding stand-up who also does some brilliant podcasts and is very funny on stage, blah, blah, blah. Well done, you. Patty Backy, when we all used to work. <laughs> but also I'm joined by the amazing, who I've worked with before, Laura Davis. Now, she's not just amazing for having a brilliant brain and being a funny person. She's amazing because of her passport. Is literally not a <laughs> fleck of COVID spore on it. It's so you're very... just a few. You're a few meters from Jacinda. Her, 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 how to beat COVID? The author, COVID for Live dummies. Next door to Jacinda Ardern. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> does she come round? Does she come and like do bake sales and bring everyone brownies and stuff? Because I wouldn't it feels be surprised. Like when she walks, there are kind of rose petals behind her. It is. It is a running joke um, that everyone in New Zealand knows her, but everyone in New Zealand does know her. It's not a big country. It's <laughs> the only country. Where- it's the first time in history an approval rating has been greater than 100%, isn't it? The, the mathematicians yeah, can't explain <laughs> People actually fly in to approve her that don't live there and then leave again. Yeah, just a little <laughs> thumbs up and leave. Yeah, my oh, wife man. is uh, stalking her on Instagram. She's having a sort of an emotional affair with her, which I'm absolutely fine with because I just respect Jacinda so goddamn much. Now, and, and I, don't, I don't know when you might be listening to this, listeners, but um, I can pretty confidently suggest this COVID-19 still going strong, even if you're six to eight weeks after we recorded this. We're recording this in the middle of September. And uh, I was... 2020. Just, 2020. <laughs> I, I think to it's going to be four years of this. To be I'm clear. Just throwing to be my clear. hat in the ring immediately. Yes, uh, very good. Uh, but Laura, you were just telling us that you could get... Were you joking? If you needed a COVID test, they'd come to your door. I'm pretty sure they would. Yeah, they're, they're pretty... That's crazy. They're very ready. They've just gotten New Zealand down to sort of no new cases and we've gone back to level one. But they... The, the, the thing with New Zealand is if there's a couple of cases then they take it extremely seriously you know the the numbers are never more than five but it does mean yeah i think if i wanted a covid test they will come and they will do it while you sleep and they'll pat you on the forehead and leave like santa claus Stuart and i could literally turn up outside a hospital dragging a bloody ebola bodies across the floor and we would barely get an elastoplast before we got put back in our COVID hovels. That's what and it's are like. You, are you getting <laughs> tested all the time, are you, Russell? You're getting a couple of tests a week, are you? Uh, because I've been moving around a lot and I've been um, doing telly and I'm thinking, I don't want to be the person that was like, oh my God, we saw him last week. I just got this paranoia. 
my daughter got the sniffle. That's what I feel sorry for. People with normal colds just have a life of hell at the moment. And yeah, yeah, yeah. She got the sniffles. Parent at the school got it. I thought, you know what? Private test time. It's come back negative. Yeah. Having a little party. How much is the private test? Can you? It was one hundred fifty quid. Jeez. Okay. Tax deductible though. Thirty percent back. Yeah. In the yeah. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> of course it is. I'm, I mean, I literally it, need to be COVID you, free to work. Did you administer it yourself? Did you have to kind of like check? It's just a long. It's reflex. a long cotton bud. Toilet round each a nostril. Put it yeah. in, send it out of the country, of course, because even the private companies are behind here to Dublin, <laughs> where it's done. Literally, to New Zealand. Yeah. So I, I put, I put <laughs> it. Jacinda po- blesses it. It comes back. <laughs> I put it in the post Tuesday night, and I had my negative this morning, an international oh my test. God. There there we go. Go. Anyway, we're not talking about COVID today, guys. Well, although a practical brain would be handy here, uh, we're talking. Well, the headlines. The headline was DIY: the practical brain versus the emotional nurturing brain. This is a very, very, very provocative topic in gender <laughs> politics. Whole books are written refuting one side, and then the other side refuting the other. Hundreds of thousands, millions of pounds of trials and experiments are done comparing not just humans, but ape species, how they work with mechanical um, objects. This is a, a debate that has raged since the beginning of gender politics and will rage long after we are buried. Is there a difference with how men's brains are biologically work? when it comes to manipulating mechanical objects and solving mechanical tasks? Or do we just live in a horrific, misogynistic patriarchy where if a girl tries to build a bridge, she gets drowned like a witch? Which, Second it's, one. It's, it's only <laughs> one of those two. It can't possibly be anything in the middle. Remember, I need the Facebook algorithm to work, so let's divide each other with hate, guys. And, uh, so, uh, but before we even get going, I just want to know, cards on the table. We are obviously comedians. We're all atypical freaks. So we're no guide at all. I obviously, I have nothing. Literally zero. I can't put a shelf up. I, if I try to change the fuse and a plug, the screwdriver slips and stabs me through the hand and I look like Jesus for the rest of the day. I, I, I have nothing. I've never changed a tyre. I, I just, I don't even try. You've have, never changed a tyre? That... That's the. That's not. I don't think that's shocking. Why would you? Why that would you even attempt it? That staggers me. I've never that even. That staggers me. It would also stagger me. And to be fair, I'm revealing my own bias here. It would stagger me if Laura had never changed a tire. So that is immediately gendered. Thank I am you. more staggered that you, a man, have not changed a tire because I consider that within the basic toolkit no, of things never. like you should have your wallet, your keys, and the ability to change. Never, a tire. never. I am the guy you shivering under a silver sheet <laughs> at the side of the road. Why <laughs> another man? You drive. Man. You drive a I car. I drive. Yeah, I drive. But I can't would... park. I can't park, <laughs> so I need all the cameras and everything going off. And if I break down, I'm like protecting my hair under shelter while a real man changes the tire. Oh, <laughs> how do you feel about that? Do you feel okay with it, or are you ashamed of your inability? I to just can't do. It? I can't. For the same reason, I can't do sport. My brain knows what my hand wants to do, like when I'm drawing or when I'm doing a shelf or something. But it just falls. It just in, injuries happen. I just can't. I burr I would burr the nut on the wheel, so you wouldn't be able to get it off. Uh, and the fact I've learned what the word burr means. I was going to say, I didn't even know that word because it's never come up in my life. So, Although I have I have once, I did once drive a, about 30 miles down the M4 with a weird clanking noise on it whilst on, in the car, like a sort of repetitive do 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 while my wife rang a series of my better men friends than me, going, yeah. what is that noise? What's that likely to be? Before we realised a nut was loose and a wheel oh, was actually loose. I thought you were going to say you were, with a wobbly wheel. you were just playing Ibiza Techno 2019. <laughs> yeah, and it turned out the entire time time we were just having a rape Stuart you're being very affable you haven't told us do you have a mechanical brain or not I, yay or nay I, 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 I think quite... I mean I'm, I, I was about to say I'm not remotely 
uh, kind of uh, practical, but compared to you who cannot change a tire, <laughs> and I'm not having a go, but I'm really surprised by that because I, uh, what I do is the, the 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 error that I have is I attempt DIY when I had nothing like enough time and nothing like enough patience. Uh-huh. So I'll be about to leave the house in ten minutes, and I'll think I'll tell you what I'll put that shelf up. I've been meaning to do that. So then I will embark on a job that is clearly like a forty five minute job. I'll try and do it in ten minutes and fail, and then I'll leave the bits there ashamed for weeks. So I, I am physically capable of putting a shelf up, not brilliantly, because the other element is is patience, and you need to, you just need mm. to measure once, measure twice, and cut once. And Indeed. I can't. I I do DIY like I play some sort of stealth based video game where I'm like, I'm going to creep around. I've got a bow and arrow. <laughs> I'm going to fire it at there. I fucked it up. Run, run, run around. Oh Jesus Christ! Grenade, grenade, grenade. That's how I you do DIY. Approach it like art. You'll just feel your way. You will. <laughs> no, I th- I understand that there is a sensible, practical way. To to do it but i lose patience right, very so, early on and end up just twatting it with a hammer so you're physically capable but emotionally not <laughs> yes that's exactly right laura come on i can't i can't call it can you can i, I trust look, you with a flat pack of shelf or a tire change absolutely could i i'm not very good at abstract uh, mechanical stuff so maybe computer things that will confuse me but i'm i'm very good and I, i'm not patient but i'm very stubborn uh, so I, I'm very good at fixing things. I, I'm quite good at uh, a MacGyver. I'm quite good at... Oh, I, I love a, a MacGyver. I love yeah, a MacGyver. Yeah, I What's really, your best one? What's your best thing you've MacGyvered, Laura? Oh, just so many things. I used to work in, in various fields and everything, and I feel like I'm just... I'm very good at it. I don't have this, but I do have these things. How do we get the oh. gap closed? You'd I've be just good at built ten, a recording just... studio. In you'd my... be good at number. You, you can go to number ten and MacGyver a COVID test. Actually works. Yeah, yeah. I feel like <laughs> there's enough information that you know what the ideal is, and then you know what you have. And I think I'm good at getting like somewhere in that gap. And 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 that would back. Sixty percent of women in the UK say they are now more likely to carry out home improvements than their partners, and half consider themselves handier than men. Yet the prejudice persists. So are we are we saying off the bat? I know we are sort of probably all le- sickeningly lefty liberal, but do, are we saying that men are not physically more adept? Is that our starting position? And we're going to yes, set, set, I think set, so. Set I to, think we're. So, I think it's a socialisation issue. Okay, like I certainly learnt DIY, and I learnt my what what little DIY I can do. I learnt from my dad, who was a proper. He can build. He was a civil engineer. He can take the engine out of a car with a block and tackle. All things I imagine Laura not only can what is a, do. Wait, wait, what is a block and tackle? So what a block and tackle. I don't that's understand rugby. it, but I know that's what rugby. one is. Right? Surely that's you rugby. have a <laughs> you have a bar over the bonnet of your car, and you have some sort of system of winches and pulleys on it. Oh my. So so that God. by pulling it just with your hands, it basically allows you to lift a heavier thing than you can. That so is the, the most manly the, thing I've ever heard is an engine being lifted on a bar. He out. can take it out and he can <laughs> take it to bits and fix it and put it back in. That terrifies Now, me. I absolutely cannot, but I can change a wheel, right? My point is that I can le- <laughs> I, I learned it from my dad. And also I learned the sense of I should be able to do this because he's my dad and I'm a man and or I'm a boy at the time. I should be able to do this. I just wasn't very good at doing it. 
Um, I didn't learn cookery. My mum could cook and I didn't really learn it from her. So for me, it's totally gendered. And it's not about the, the fingers I have or the brain I have. It's simply about the fact of like, oh, I would feel it makes me feel good. Like it's one of my I've ticked one of the boxes of things I'm supposed to do if I know how to use a, a bandsaw, mm. which I don't. <laughs> I was clutching I'm, for a thing. I, I'm hearing I'm hearing so many words for the first time. I'm glad I got in early with birth. <laughs> <laughs> I've borrowed I've borrowed a circular saw from my brother three years ago, which means it's still in my cellar. And I used it the most Hang recent time I use it. You've I got decided... a circular. There's so many things to worry about here. So you've got a <laughs> circular saw, and it's in your cellar. These are these are all. Th- I think a number of cold cases, a number of cold cases have just opened up in your post. <laughs> oh, it's an absolute murder cellar. It really is an absolute murder cellar. Everything in it could be used as a weapon. Almost all of the directed towards myself. It, what it is is a suicide cellar. It's like a million opportunities for a horrific suicide. Nice Laura, how of options? Is it better in New Zealand? We think of you as a more. I don't like using heavy. Like I don't like making the conversation have the words like feminist in because I don't want to lose any of our Garys and Lees. But keep listening. It, it feels like a more female empowered. culture simply by having Wonder Woman at the helm. I I think too, I think there's, um, so I'm Australian technically and I think just in the (laughs) antipodes in general, women are more encouraged and it's more accepted because there are just less people. If you think of the colonial history, if you rocked up on the shore as a convict, (laughs) you know, and there's only handfuls of people and there's literally nothing you're going to have to be able to use a hammer and a nail. Like, you know, there's only 200 years worth of buildings in these countries. You know, there it's, it's been built by women who are elderly now, you know, put, put the city up, you know. <laughs> if you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And, and what, sort of, what sort of training, what were you told as a, as a female child? What were you told? What was your messaging? What was your conditioning? I think... I think I, I was sort of in a mix. I had a very feminist mother who was like, you can do anything, but I still wasn't encouraged uh, necessarily by her to do some of the, the things that I think I would have been good at. I take after my dad a lot, and I think I would have been very good helping him in the shed with the machines. I think I would have been very good fixing the chainsaw. I think I would have been very good tiling the roof. But instead, he co-opted uh, my younger brother, who's now a, a doctor uh, so he's sort of quite a gentle boy <laughs> and he was up on the roof with the hammers and the you know plaster and everything like that and he hated it where I would have liked it and I think my brother probably would have been happier with the sewing machine that my mum you know was teaching me on I think they it, less about gender and more which biological traits we'd inherited from each gotcha parent maybe <laughs> So let's move on to the uncomfortable stuff then. Um, for the first bit of uncomfortable stuff, which favours our case, but is horrible to hear. Um, there's been a number of studies done on not how children, not how toddlers, how newborns are handled. We're talking babies under 10 to 14 days old. Watched through a glass. These Spanish, I believe it was a Spanish study that women didn't know what they were being observed for. A female newborn held different held up uh, less lion kinged in front of the face of the male child. Look at it, look at the size of that, 10 pounds, jiggled more. This is a dot that cannot even control its own vomit <laughs> reflex and shits itself, already being told, you're a boy, you move more. By the time we get on to 18 months, two years, is way out of control. Little boys crawling off, he'll, it's a bump on the head, he'll be fine, the, the female. It's the bookshelf, careful, uh, War and Peace doesn't fall on the, the different type of language. So we see this very, very early on. Are you surprised by this information, Stuart? No, not at all, not at all. As the owner and operator of both a boy and a girl, I've seen, <laughs> I've seen both of those things happen. I've caught myself doing those things. I put, my daughter is nearly two, she's two next month, and I uh, put her in dresses, and then I go, oh, I don't want, I don't want her to get her dress dirty. So then I, I find, I catch myself limiting her movement. I mean, I catch myself doing it. I'm not going into it thinking she's a girl child and must sit yeah. and be looked after inside your, a little your bonnet, the your bonnet, Susan, your bonnet, Susan, your bonnet is filthy. Exactly, exactly. But I think there are a million little things like that. The way we talk to them, I've noticed this with my goddaughter as well, who's now about 13, um, and uh, all through her life, just as with my daughter's life, she was kind of given non gendered toys but always chose bags and shoes bags and shoes and my daughter now is going for Christmas I want everything pink I want a pink present and I want a pink house and I want a pink thing and we haven't put that upon her at all um, but it, it's there so I mean I say we haven't put it on at all I'm sure we've put it on her in myriad ways that we've never even noticed but the thing I noticed most of all is talking to little girls about what they're wearing because when you meet a child you don't as an adult you don't know what the hell to say you've got no idea it's like if you've ever been put on a phone with a child like do you want to talk to them and you're like no I absolutely don't because it's going to be eggy as hell <laughs> Um, you meet a kid and if it's a girl chances are they've been dressed in something sparkly or pretty so often the first thing you think to say is oh I like your dress I like your shoes I like that hair clip mm -hmm. and you're constantly teaching her to value herself or that other people value her 
by due to what she's wearing in her appearance. And what I mean is that is a, a typically insidious version of the way we constantly gender children. So, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like we try to not gender our kids. I know we slip up all the time. And even if we're trying not to, the rest of the world couldn't give a shit and the rest of the world is constantly gendering. So, fantastic. But, Laura, before you respond, let me just put the counter case to you and hear and he your views. Um, I have, as you can imagine, with my background, I have as many like, I'm Gary, I'm from Essex, all over shit, world's gone too far, blah, blah, blah. But I also know a lot of covering hummus. We don't have a TV in the house, um, people. And those, a lot of these facts, it's quite hilarious to watch. Really. I'm the last one to have kids out of everyone I know. Granddad, uh, the, the, the ones who were like, no TV in the house, no gender influences, have had sons, still seem to be going, uh, let's do armies. I, I'll shoot you, Gary. By the time they're, t- by some weird osmosis, action man gets into the house. And you can see, it's happened with me. I did, no one wanted their daughter to watch Barbie less than me. I'm, I can see flowering before me, a Barbie watching Can I Wear Pretend Heels, Stick on Earrings, Hell, growing in a four-year-old. Laura Davis, what's going on? Well, I, I was going to add, I worked at a childcare centre for about four years. Ah, so we took, we took children from uh, age four to 13. And it was, uh, we, we tried very hard to do sort of those gender-neutral, all-inclusive activities and then we would have you know like nail polish or makeup or you know something for the girls and then you know something sort of very rough and physical that the boys would be drawn to because you need to you have to keep kids engaged and so picking stuff that was in the middle maybe creative art or something that's you know sort of more neutral you would always get kids who sort of wafted out (laughs) and you know there were kids who would come in uh, one little girl would come in, she would take off her clothes and she would put on a bikini and heels and a string of pearls from the dress-up box yes, and walk around. And you, there's nothing you can do about that. You can't even say it's wrong. The boys are allowed to do it as well. Um, but I always liked sort of doing makeup uh, with, with very shy boys who were fascinated by it, sort of sneaking in to sort of not get in trouble with the other boys and not be made fun of and so we worked really hard to make that open but yeah the the way people spoke to each gender child is very different the way they were approached and handled the way conflict was resolved all so different it only needs one tiny little drop of ink in the water doesn't it with kids of that age if one dad has said to one kid uh, don't do that. That's a girl's thing. That one kid then says it with authority to the other kids, mm, and all of them will definitely. go, "Oh right, is that the rules? Oh, did a grown-up say so?" Without even knowing that that's what they're thinking. Yeah, Indeed. or that grown-ups are idiots sometimes, or not right. Yeah. So it's it's almost impossible to un- unpack all this stuff. We can go now. I realise that, that we are not monkeys. Well, I I am when I'm on stage, but off stage we're not. But the gold standard rhesus monkey lab trial. The beauty of the rhesus monkey is. They don't really know what Barbie is, so it's a cleaner experiment. I, re- <laughs> I remember watching this experiment at the time and was really like sort of annoyed and wanted to tear up my sociology A-level and go and protest, but there's nothing you can do about it. These are the results. I don't know if you saw it. It was on TV. It was very, very controversial. It was a couple of years ago. It's a psychologist, Kim Wallen, who was setting out to prove what we are saying. No one wanted to prove it more than Kim. And she took um, male and female rhesus monkeys, mixed in with all the adults in their enclosure and threw various toys randomly to the floor. Randomly. Mechanical um, manipulation toys and nurturing baby toys. Now, the the girl baby monkeys all picked up the, the babies, the toy human babies and started nursing them. This is 
not surprising as they would just be copying what they've seen the mothers do with the younger monkeys. But it is weird. I mean, obviously monkeys don't drive cars unless they're selling tea bags. So it's odd that the male monkeys all went for the toys that required the mechanical manipulation, played with them for much, much longer, moved the wheels, tried to solve the puzzles. The female monkeys did pick them up, bored, but cast them aside much, much quicker over and over and over again. These are objects that are outside of their socialization sphere. They haven't been subjected to Netflix or marketing or mummy and daddy saying the wrong thing. Um, it was a very uncomfortable experiment. Yes, we're not rhesus monkeys, but we're not far off, particularly after a Sambuca. How does that make you feel, Goldsmith, after your rant? Uh, well, no, I'm fine with that because to me, it's just a question of priorities, isn't it? If you, there's a bunch of monkeys and some of the monkeys are no doubt um, biologically predetermined to look after baby monkeys because they themselves might one day be the mothers of baby monkeys, then they'll go for the... Indeed. They'll be they'll, they're just a prioritise. If but there were if- no baby monkeys, maybe they would... I mean, did they do a test where there were no dolls and instead it was just mechanical stuff? And did they I'm see pretty that sure, all the yeah. female monkeys just sat there looking out the window going, <laughs> no, no, play with that, that shit? All the babies came forward for all of the toys all of the time but they yeah. measured the the le- length of time until it was discarded or boredom kicked in or they were like there's nothing in this for me yeah and it was a lot stronger than statistical chart very significant difference in so the they engagement. definitely you're saying with authority they definitely one of the options was there are just mechanical toys and no dolls working from memory here <laughs> from to, almost i I'm, love the amount of half research because this this has the appearance of a deeply researched podcast no, through this, the filter of a conversation at the back of the, a pub all i can give you is the the conclusions i can't remember the methodology the conclusions were that the male the young males were were indeed had some sort of innate thing to do with mechanical manipulation that was the conclusion so far as the methodology you've got me I don't, <laughs> I don't have it in front of me but i'm sure people will be able to find it it'll be on youtube it very upset a lot of people so i'm assuming the methodology I'm was i'm equally upset by it. i'm furious yeah. at these <laughs> stupid fucking monkeys <laughs> well we're not mon- we aren't monkeys we have a much more we have, there's no so what if i could show you that but the you, part of you, the male brain is larger we have a plastic more adaptable brain there's no excuse for us to behave like apes you just can't unpick human beings from culture that's the no, problem you can't exactly. unless you're prepared to raise a bunch of humans in a glass tank away from everyone else someone um, then, is finally yeah i know i know they are and i nearly did a horrible joke um, but <laughs> only because um, you don't want to be poisoned at an airport yeah <laughs> yeah <fair. laughs> agent. i mean i certainly don't i don't want to get covid at an airport There's do you no want to catch this tea towel oh not the fucking poison tea towel again dead <laughs> <laughs> tea towel of all things um i uh, uh i think that you, humans, human beings are inseparable from culture. They're just inseparable. Yes, you can't indeed. possibly know all of the ways that you're, all of the hidden biases on the part of researchers, the, the hidden biases on the part of parents and other children. Like, it is just monolithic the way that sexism is deeply ingrained in every pore of our culture. So you can't possibly separate human beings from it. So if the question is, are male creatures more predisposed, or male mammals more predisposed to fiddle with things? I mean, yeah, maybe they are. There's a fiddly, maybe it's more predisposed to a tool. Maybe it's kind of an, an ingrained habit after biological evolutionary generations to go get a tool. Does does that mean that we're predetermined to do that? I don't know. That's a wonderful mystery of it. Let's go back to safer ground and just slagging off some of the stereotypical differences. That's where the humour is. Can I, hear what, can I hear what Laura thinks of that, of the, of the rhesus thing? Of course, Laura. I would like... I- I think yeah, are you it's very... are you rhesus positive? <laughs> <laughs> I am. I am rhesus positive. Um, I I think it's interesting because I I think sometimes we're also 
we're also filtering animal behavior through a human lens. Mm -hmm. So the things that we project onto monkey behavior necess maybe not be their reasoning. So, you know, it may not be that the female monkeys find the, uh, you know, the, the mechanical toys less interesting so much as they find the, you know, the nurturing toys significantly more interesting and, and you, you don't quite know what's, you can only assume through your own human perspective what, yeah. whether or not it feels bad to them to stop playing with a toy, you know, to go, oh, I don't, I don't like this, I'm putting it down. You know, we, we don't quite know. Oh, like whether that's a measure of their amount yeah. of interest in it. Yeah, they might they go, might. this is brilliant, I'll leave it here for a bit. Yeah, <laughs> you have no have idea. No yeah. idea. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, psychologist Kim Wallen. And, uh, <laughs> what about... Is that available as merch from the podcast? Can we go to a website? Yeah, yeah, I hate Kim Wallen. <laughs> right, we're going to take a break there, guys. Uh, I've constructed it so a break falls at exactly 100 millimetres into... Basically, it's in the part one. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.